Thanksgiving is uh, just the beginning of a holiday stretch, and Thanksgiving is not actually to be just a single day. Would you agree with that? We should have that on and on and on. I don't want to discourage anybody. You have 34 days left of shopping. Anyway, we have Christmas coming. We have family coming in. We have, uh, in our own uh, family, we have uh, a lot of our adult children and their kids are coming in. We haven't seen each other in a couple of years, so this is us coming all together as far as all together. And so when we think about this uh, Anything we do in any other time, we do a lot of planning, whether it's a trip or a vacation. We do planning even if we're going to Costco, Sam's, Walmart shopping. We, we have a plan. We have something in mind. And, and I want to today challenge us to say, what are we planning? What is our thought process? Who are we planning for this holiday? And I believe out of Scripture we're going to see some things that the uh, Lord has led me to. Uh, it's a, th- a, a topical study, but I think it's very important. So here we go. You ready? So Thanksgiving, there are a lot of people that will uh, talk about dressing, adding dressing to the meal, okay? This is all about, you know, dressing for a successful holiday, so you can see the theme here. How many like dressing? Moist dressing? Dry dressing? Any kind of dressing? Okay. So we like that, right? And then, and then there are uh, suggestions, men. I found this. I know for sometimes if your wife's not there to help you figure some things out, here's some, uh, here's some options for uh, Thanksgiving through Christmas. Uh, then there are some people like to dress traditionally. Uh, I wanted you to know that it's okay. If you want to use the pilgrim outfit or whatever, that, that's all right. Uh, I love this because kids, man, parents just it just go after the children and the grandchildren. They, and they, I, I ran almost ran out of options there. There were so many beautiful things. And how many like to see little ones all dressed up in some kind of holiday cheer? That's right. Then there's some that they just love ugly sweaters and, and crazy headgear. And how many of you in here have an ugly sweater? Not that you wore 25 or 30 years ago. I'm talking about did you buy an ugly sweater? How many know your parents have an ugly sweater somewhere in their wardrobe? I knew there was some young people here. We, I'm just helping you out. Okay. I don't know about the lady with the turkey on the head. I don't know if I'd go there. Okay. Just know that. But we, So some dress crazy and fun. Some dress trees. I thought you uh, were like me and thought it was just about putting ornaments on the tree. When I typed in dressing a tree this is some of the stuff that i got it's crazy what's out there and then for those extra special people who have extra special furry friends we don't want them to miss out on the holiday you know they they need to have something on and bless their little hearts with the antlers and the feathers there's those are good kitties and dogs right that's right but how should we dress for success during the holidays You'd think the Bible could just tell us what outfit to wear. Well, it does in a different set of ways. I've got some different passages that I've kind of drawn together to help bring forth a truth, hopefully something that will uh, encourage you, challenge you. Are you ready? Hello? How How many would like the Lord to speak to your heart today? Not me, the Lord. Absolutely. So here we go. I'm praying that too. (laughs) First of all, how to dress for success. You've got to decide the win. That's a new phrase, the win, the goal, the objective. If you can't envision what the win is, then uh, guess what? Ready, fire, aim is not a real good way to hit the bullseye. Wouldn't you say agree with that? So what's the win? What do you actually hope to have? Now, if some of you are like, I just want to survive the holidays. 
You know, that, that, you might hit that, but that's so short of what God would want you to do. So you've got to consider what you want. You've got to consider, what do I want to receive after we're done with all this? What do I want to give during this time of my life? Especially if you're a believer, you have so much to give that's of the Lord. Uh, what do you want the outcome to be? You have to decide the win. I've got a little bullseye on there. You've got to decide what you're going to target or shoot for, or it's not going to happen. So what does that lead you to is choices. We know that there are good choices and there's other choices and they don't have to even be bad choices, but I have made choices along the way that did not help me arrive to the, uh, to the objective. For instance, shopping. Have you ever gone grocery shopping, running somebody else's list and you thought you got everything, but you bought the wrong size can, the wrong flavor, the wrong, they were supposed to be chopped and not whole. I mean, see, see, you can even make good decisions and not get to exactly where you're supposed to be. But in Philippians, when we think about the holidays as a whole, it's, it's less about putting lights on the house, shopping. Uh, I believe if we're believers in Christ, Philippians uh, chapter 2, verse 3 and 4 says this, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. I believe that is portrayed in the birth of Christ, God sending his only begotten son. Would you all agree with that? What a great uh, model for the holidays. And it says, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also the interests of others. So when you're hosting, or even if you go to someone's home that is hosting, if we would put this as part of our win, deciding to win in this way, do you think God might get some glory? Do you think something of the kingdom might happen? Yes, no? Mm -hmm. Three of you? I'm going to have to have us do jumping jacks or something. If you're new here today, remember every amen, uh, every oh no is five minutes off the sermon. I have three hours prepared. It's trying to keep you all in trying to keep you all engaged okay just a little bit How, here's another one matthew 5 9 blessed are the peacemakers it does not say blessed are the peace seekers every time we get friends and family together there's an opportunity for us to be peacemakers and i know for many of you if you're like me there are times that it i need extra help i can't do it on our own there's been too much mileage too many things that have gone on but blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called, called what children of god if you know jesus christ you're a child of god but it should be evidence that you're a peacemaker psalms 41 1 says blessed are those who give regard uh, for the weak have regard meaning we see them we don't let them pass by they're not judged amen we reach out to them so you have to you have to say do 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 you desire to be valued anybody here like to be desired to be valued well god says great as you value others how many of you like this i just need a little help here need a little help Falling, I can't get up. I have my head fills with so many thoughts right now with movies and, and clips with that, right? But help, but it, you know, you receive help as you offer help to others. How many want to feel forgiven, feel and be forgiven? Then you do it as you forgive others. How about loved? I just want to be loved. Can I say that it can start and be most powerful when you begin to love others the way God uh, says to love? And here's, here's the kind of love we're talking about. We're not talking about just the, the, the uh, erotic or eros type of love, which is all emotional. And, you know, it's like this. It says, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God has forgiven you. To love them. To let love be genuine, it says in 1 Corinthians. 
It says love one another. That's why we have love God, love others. It's kind of a thing. So you, you make a decision and you model it what, with patience and you're, you're there and somebody you know, breaks your favorite whatever in the middle of, you know, because we're going to have grandkids. By the way, our home's being invaded. We're so excited, but guess what? We're looking around. We're getting down here and going, all right, we need to raise that up and we need to move that up out of reach, okay? And uh, there'll still be some things that'll happen because the balls can be kicked and thrown and whatever. But, but look, love bears all things, right? How many things? All. And it's one of those things you say, there's no way I'm going to put up with that. You can if Jesus is in your is in is giving you the strength to, to see the bigger picture. What's the win? Is the win control or is the win Christ? They both start with C. We get to decide. What's the win? Decide the win. So once we begin to decide the win, and we say, okay, we're going to have some people over. Maybe it's the office party you know, that you're throwing. Maybe it's family. What is it that you hope they leave with in their mind? What's in their spirit? What are they going to be going like, man, we made it through another Thanksgiving with the folks? No. Hopefully you say, man, that was a blessing. I can't believe it was better than any other year. What happened to mom and dad? Wouldn't that be a fun thing? Or, hey, what happened to my siblings? You know, they're always picking on me and trying to make me feel... And all of a sudden, there was this, this new thing that I left with. I'd almost like want to go back next year. <laughs> Not out of obligation. But how do you have that happen as you begin to prepare in advance? I thought about calling it prepare with truth, but you, you get ready. Many of you have already started shopping. How many of you really have already bought Thanksgiving meal uh, items. How many have anything? See, we've already we prepare. That's already normal. But here's what I want to challenge you with today. There is an enemy out there trying to mess up your holiday. There's an enemy out there that says uh, that says, "Look, I'm I'm looking to devour somebody. I'm looking to tear some families apart. I want you to to to, to know." And so I'm saying, "Look, prepare. Know that there's an enemy. Be sober-minded and be watchful because the devil is roaming to take you out or at least mess up your testimony." Amen. This other thing I would say is in Ephesians 6, it says, prepare for the right fight. So many times, see, I know who the right fight is. It's my brother, the way he treats me. But you know what it, the scripture says in Ephesians 6, 12, he says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers and against authorities, and we get a cosmic powers that are in this present darkness and spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. When they come over, there is a warring going over you if your house has any Christian in it. And if they're all Christians, the war is even more intense because what we, you know, the devil wants is you to get focused on each other and not him. So this year, you could have a transformed uh, uh, gathering at your house or at the office party like never before because you're going in prepared. You're going to go in and, all right, you're going to know that what the real battle is for and you've got a victor. His name is Jesus, amen? The key or focus verses of, of our uh, message today is out of Colossians. It's going to talk about putting on and taking off. Are you ready? Colossians chapter one, or excuse me, chapter three, verse one and two. It says, "Seek the things that are above." So as you think about whatever you're going to do, the greatest assembly of people, maybe you're going to do a, a, a remote destination type of holiday, it's, over, it's okay. But seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Seek those things. We're, just, we're going off to the beach. Seek Christ. Is Christ at the beach? Yes, amen. And then it says, once you seek it, then set your mind. I know some of you all have a pretty solid mindset on some things. If I brought up a couple of topics, I know you'd have a lot to share with me, right? 
But how about this? Set your mind on things that are above, not on the things that are on the earth. When we get together as family, I fear that some households will talk more about what's happening or not happening up at the White House or what's happening or not happening in the economy, and, and, and you'll get done, and Christ will never come up. The only way we can be thankful is to realize that who is the giver of thanks, the giver of provision, the giver of our health, giver of life, and that's Christ. So let's make him part of it, amen? So you set your minds on things above. You can still talk about other things, but here is whatever, here's the things you set your mind on. Whatever's true. Now, if it's on Google, it's true, right? The last time I read, or how about pick a news agency? Are they 100% correct all the time? So, so think on the things that are true. Can I show, tell you that there's one thing that is absolutely true, and it's called the Word of God? What if you use that as your backdrop of conversation? Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's anything of excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. You know, you're trying to get the turkey stuffed and in the oven and browned right and all the stuff, and you're think on these things because guess what? The devil's wanting to distract you and get you focused in on the butter. Wasn't the right butter because you wanted unsalted instead of salted. Right? So decide the win or the goal or objective. Prepare in advance, really realizing who you're fighting or potentially going to fight. And then you've got to take off the old. Now, what am I meaning by that? Taking off the old. All of us have stuff that we're processing and carrying around. Well, all of us come out of the, uh, if maybe if you have a, a job, you, you're coming home, it's Thanksgiving, and you just, you just got a lot of stuff you're thinking about, and, and you're ready to meet the family. Hi, Pastor Tyler. Well, you look uh, well-dressed. Thank you. So, I'm, prep, I'm prepped for everything, man. I got my... Uh, you got, your, you got your onesie outfit on. In, Looks like in you're still... In case we break out and dance party, I got my MC Hammer pants on. Some of you guys remember those. And it's, you know, so, I stay at a hotel, so I'm going to swim in. Which one of those things are you... You're just... You look like a Swiss Army knife. I know. I'm about to get fancy with a sports coat, too. So, so... And you've got... Oh, you've got... got yeah. How about them Chiefs? Yeah. All right. So, but you look a lot like some of the people that I see go to family events. That's right. You got to be prepared for anything and everything. You don't know what that's going to turn into. So, so isn't that a little hard, though, to get down and do all the things that, like, board games? Oh, yeah, games borderline or... heat stroke right now, so it's, <laughs> it's good. So we're in this series talking about taking some things off. Why would, I, I don't know, you look like you're just ready. Or maybe you just forgot. Yes. <laughs> yes and yes. No, I... I'm, name it, I'm there. I can do just about anything now. So here is an example, okay? Here is an example of so many times we show up to whatever the event is. And we've got so many things on our mind, so many things that we're dealing with, so many things that are unresolved. Or maybe you're just so worried that you just are trying to be everything to everybody there. And it doesn't work right. It doesn't even look right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you, Pastor Tyler. <laughs> Hebrews says let us throw off any or everything that hinders in the sin that so easily entangles and let us run what run with perseverance the race marked out for us so here we've just seen something like this so Tyler here's a couple other people you name it it can be cluttered up imagine every one of those layers Pastor Tyler had on or anyone here imagine that you had each one of those were things you were thinking about dealing with and you just kind of had them on pause and now you're trying to put on your happy face happy Thanksgiving 
it's not going to be sincere because you need to take some things off. Colossians tells us, beginning, we've already read the first verse, but it says, put to death the sinful earthly things. There's a lot of things that can be on our mind, but there's some things that nobody gets to see, but you're dealing with. And I, let me, before I read this whole list, every one of us in this room has been on this list or is dealing with this list, okay? So don't, like, yeah, those people over there on the north side of the building, mm-hmm, yeah. No, every one of us. Can I say how we ever win in this category or any of these? It's with the help of Jesus. It's the help of the Holy Spirit. It's asking for help. Help! And he brings the helper. He's right there. He says, get rid of sexual immorality, in, in, you know, impurity and lust and evil desires, and don't get greedy. Don't look over there and wish your house was lit up like their house, okay? It says, look, it says don't be worshiping the things. I, I just can't wait for Black Friday. I'm going to get more excited about, it's kind of like the going to Disneyland. I'm just so excited about Black Friday. I've got some money for Black Friday. You know what? I hope you think of Jesus just as excitedly. It's, it's reminding us in Colossians, you used to do those things, but if you're born again, if you've said yes to Jesus, that authority in you, that drive in you has now been taken away and there's a, you're a new creation. You're a new, you have a new thing inside of you, a new destiny. And it says, look, in these, you once walked, right? Uh, and you were living in them and when you're caught up in them, those are the things. But it says, look, you gotta put away anger. How, oh, I don't want to show a hands. I know this for a fact that some people get angry putting up Christmas decorations. Some of you are looking down right now. On the, you're going, this carpet needs re- replacing. I don't know what he's talking about. We get caught up in the, the task and forget about that we're showing uh, maybe our children what it, that's okay. You can drop an ornament now and then, right? Just not grandma's favorite, right? It says, put away anger, put away rage and malice and slander and obscene talk. Start that off here now, all the way to the end of the year. I would encourage you not to stop ever, but if you'll begin to be more thoughtful, there are some generational things that need to be broken. You might have grown up in a household that all the holiday prep was always tense and always wearisome, and nobody was getting along until Christmas morning. We're going to open up a gift right at 6 o'clock and don't get up any earlier. And you, you've carried it on into your family. You didn't even realize it. Let's break some of those. Let's ask for Jesus' help, amen? And say, you know what? We want him to rule and reign, not mom. Well, she's right there with him, but... Right. <laughs> I hope that doesn't... I'm, I'll probably have some conversation on that one later. <laughs> so you decide the win, you prepare in advance, you take off the old, and then you put on the new. This is so important because it's not just stripping away the things that are not good. It's also putting on the good things. It says, put on your new nature. If you've said yes to Jesus, you've been giving a new nature. In fact, when you're baptized, buried with Christ, raised to walk in a new life renewed so and it says be renewed as you learn how to do this learn how the creator's done it learn how to become like him we are to be hopefully every year i hope this thanksgiving and this christmas you look more like jesus than the last that means you're growing and you're becoming and you're allowing him to to change you and transform you in the new life it says it doesn't matter uh, you know they're they're um, ou fans and they're osu fans i mean I had to go there, didn't I? Uh, it, it, it's, it's saying, look, 
Stop trying to divide everybody out and make us against them. No, 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 no. Christ is all that matters. That's what we're celebrating. We can have great turkey and be thankful for family, but without Christ, it's all nothing. Verse 12, since God's chosen you. See, God knew you before you ever cared that there was a God. God chose you and you and you. Do you know he loved you before you ever loved him? And he says, I love you so much. I see you from 2,000 years ago, your birth and your life, and I'm going to go send my son to the cross to make you have a way to spend the rest of your life with me after you live your life here on earth. And not only that, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, part of me, to help you through. Choose. I chose you. I love you. Clothe yourself with what? Compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness. And please bring the patience, right? Anybody need a little help with any of those? Ever? Or is it just me? So I'm going to give you a little help. Well, this is in case there's young people in here, but also I'm young-minded. So you ready? Since God chose you to holy people, that's the, do everybody hold this up real quick. Okay, I, we'll go quick. I know, I know. This feels like BBS. Sunday, Sunday school, all right? So God loved me. I'm loved by God, right? You can just go, yeah, I'm loved by God, all right? So then what? He wants you to put on compassion, you could write a C on your thumb if you need it while you're serving others. C is for compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. Get ready. You got it? Everybody's like, hey, I got this. Hi. You know, I, I wish he'd left this one out. Make allowance for each other's faults. Ooh, during the holidays? Come on now. And forgive. Oh, now you've crossed the line, Jesus. And forgive anyone who offends you, because that can happen in the holidays. It can happen in the Walmart line when they cut in front of you with their grocery cart of 582 items. <laughs> Remember the Lord's forgiven you. So you got your hand up? This is cool, Pastor Bill. Love it. And then just do this. Hmm. That's like that high five. And it says, and above all these, put on what? Hmm. So love somebody right now next to you. Just give them a high five. Hmm. Preachers do that some. Hmm. No. But think about it compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and, and love who which binds it all together and where does the perfect love come from it comes from our lord jesus right so i think that'd be great let's tie it up and say amen and over but i gotta go back to what we talked about in the very beginning being realizing what the war is with because we're gonna have turbulence you're gonna have you're gonna have that person that just kind of tries to set your flesh off you, you know you brought them today I'm trying to give you now material to talk about, not just me and my wife. But in Ephesians, it talk about, talks about this, about not warring against flesh and blood, verse 12 there. But it says, look, put on the whole armor of God, not man, not education. Put on the full armor of God that you'll be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. We just talked about that the schemes of the devil are going to use your family, you're going to use your office people. It's going to use this whole somebody saying Xmas and happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas, and we can get our flesh all wadded up and start taking a stand. We're going to knock you out in the name of Jesus because you didn't say Merry Christmas. Be careful, Christians. 
because the devil's trying to rob you of your joy. Be careful that you don't get riled up about the wrong things. And let me tell you what, if you bring love at them, that'll win them to the Lord faster than anything else because we don't worry against flesh and blood. So we come at them with the things of above to stand against the schemes of the devil. So it says take up. So we've got a, this inside of putting on, putting off, putting on. And then it says take up. It's intentional. And we put it on and we realize that we have these things. And it says the, the whole armor of God. And then what it says is then go after them. Chase them down and beat them with the Bible, right? No, it says stand. Have you ever noticed that? And stand knowing that there is a war raging around you. But that you have the light and you have what it takes, and you've pressurized the inside of you like a submarine. The world's trying to get in, and you're just more praise, more love of the Lord's in you, keeping all that out, and you've got the whole armor of God. And then he says, what? Stand firm. And then verse 14, he says, stand therefore, what? And fastened all up with all these great things, a breastplate of righteousness, your faith, your shoot, everything's all equipped, right? And, and then he says, be a lightning rod. What, pastor? Wait a second, I don't find that in Scripture. I use this as an example because believers, especially those that are over households, if you're in a workplace and you're the only Christian, you're the lightning rod. The devil's trying to take them out, mess them up, put some kind of thought in their mind that would tear them apart. And you as a Christian, you've got all this great things on the inside. You've got God's armor. And you say, I'm here to bring the light. And I'm, what is a lightning rod? Okay, lightning rods probably don't have a lot of fun. Imagine getting hit by lightning. But you know how they survive? Is they're well grounded. And they rise up just high enough to say, I, this domain, if anything's going to happen, I'm going to allow whatever to come here because I'm grounded. And it's going to preserve and protect those in my area and domain. Men, fathers, husbands, whether you have a strong relationship with the Lord or not, if you've got Christ in your life, you've got more than you realize. Stand up! Stand up for your family and diffuse things, not with anger and might, but with the love of the Lord, that peace, that patience, the kindness that comes through the Holy Spirit. Be the lightning rod. I, we share this with the elders. We share this within our staff that we'll be in a situation and somebody just gets bent. Have you ever been around anybody that's bent? You know, maybe you're in the kitchen and I'm not going to say which spouse or which parent, but something happens, right? The top is pulled and they're spinning. Have you ever seen that? Do not, if you brought them, do not shake your head at all right now. Stay perfectly still. But imagine if you just come in with the love of the Lord. See, the devil, it's okay to have emotion. God gave you that. But what if you just come in and go, here, honey, it's okay. We'll just get another turkey. It's okay. It's okay. And just love on them. How could that change things? It would do great things. See, it says in verse 16, in all circumstances, take up this shield of faith. Take up, take up these things. Keep alert. Persevere. Make supplications, Lord, bless my wife. Excuse me, uh, the person who is spinning. Bless my adult child. 
bless my grandkid. I don't understand, but Lord, you do, and I trust you. And you're going to prevail in this atmosphere. You're going to fill this space. Those people were yelling at each other. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, we arrest the schemes of the devil. We're going to take and prevail. We're going to reclaim what the devil is trying to kill. Do you know that God is the God that has enough power to resurrect dead things? You can take relationships of people that might show up in your household, and he can put, bring life back into them. He can put things back into them and restore things. He can even put a marriage back together. How many would say amen to that? That's the God we celebrate. Hmm. And here's the bow. You do these things for the holidays. So, Pastor, I got enough stress worrying about dressing, cranberries, there's a shortage, turkeys, right? You got all. Can I say that is the secondary list? Let's get our minds and hearts right. Let's begin to fight the right battles. He, you know what? God might give you favor with the turkey section. And I'm not talking about the grocery store. If you do it his way, he'll give you favor. And he'll give you what you need to bring him glory and people to run into him. Amen? And then it says this in verse 15 of Colossians. And let the peace of Christ, the peace of the confidence in Christ, rule in my heart. And then what's the last thing it says? And be thankful. I sewed together a number of different areas of the scripture. I, there's so many more, but I really felt that God was saying, prepare my people, give them, give them a heads up, just a reawareness of what's ahead of us. And I would say this in closing. I'm praying for us all that his kingdom would come that his will would be done in all my holiday celebrations as it is in heaven. Let's all stand. I was thinking about asking you all to look at each other and kind of go, you know, I'm going to do it for Christ. Yep, I'm, I'm going to, I am. I don't, no, I am. You know, kind of re- positive reinforcement by man none of you did that just now by the way but I want you to really think about where do you stand in your own family you can contribute whether you're a young person mom dad whoever you can contribute to the atmosphere of what will happen this year and you can rush in when it's too cold or too hot with a peace that passes all understanding that's the Lord how do you do that only with Jesus in your heart. Only with the Holy Spirit in your life. Only with the truth which is found in the Word in your heart. You are beautiful people. But you've got a greater God that lives in you. Amen? Think about how gorgeous you are when, through, and when God looks down on you. He's my son, my daughter. I so love you. You're doing all right. That's okay. It's okay. I got you. Keep on keeping on. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm with you. So let us think about this as we go into our holidays. Let's pray. Father, thank you for these beautiful people that you gave your life for. 
Father, I pray that whoever here maybe has never said yes to you and made you their, you their Savior, Lord, I pray today they, they would do that so that they would have all that it takes for this holiday season. Father, I pray that you do a supernatural work in our minds, helping us not forget in those moments. Devil, I put you on notice in the name of Jesus that the recycling of the past that does not glorify God is broken in the name of Jesus. That he will begin to prevail and be louder in my head and in my heart than the devil ever tried in none of his schemes today. And today forward, I'm going to empower because I'm empowering you more, Lord. Father, I pray for healing this holiday season. I pray that relationships would be restored. I, I, I pray truth would be revealed and that darkness would be dispelled. I pray each home and each gathering would be gatherings of light because when we turn up the light, Lord, the darkness must flee. And may your kingdom come and your will be done on earth this holiday as it is in heaven. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. You're dismissed. Go and be a blessing to someone.